Okay, guys, so now we're going to be doing some more Dear David. I'm sorry if you can hear my stupid brother. Now it is Thursday, August 10th, 2017. It's been pretty quiet tonight. I'm going to try to get a sleep talk app to see if anything happens during the night. I'm headed to bed, but the cats are back at the door. They only, they only do this in, they only do this in the middle of the night. It's routine now. The next time, the next night. Here we go. Just minutes before midnight. I know it's a house. I'm sorry if y'all can hear stupidness in the background. Um, not stupidness, just a bunch of loud talking. Maxwell's extra talkative tonight. He's obviously trying to tell me something. And now they're both there now. I don't even know if this is the right kind of salt. Oh my gosh, I'm sorry. Maxwell's extra talkative tonight. He's obviously trying to tell me something. Now we're going to go for another night. We're in other days. I use a sound app to record my apartment last night. It makes individual recordings each time I hear something. There were 33 recordings. Most of them were pretty vague. A couple of them were passing cars and the like. But there are three that interested me. The first one is a snapping sound. The first one is a snapping sound. And what seems like a single step. It's odd because I didn't get out of bed at all last night. Okay, everybody. So, let's go with the first electrical sound. I mean, the first sound. Sorry, I've read some of this before. I used a sound app to record my apartment last night. It makes individual recordings. Each time it hears something, there were 33 recordings. Most of them are pretty vague. But a couple of the, them are passing cars and, and the like. But there are three I'm interested in. The first one is a snapping sound, what seems like a single step. It's all because I didn't get out of bed last night. And this, and this one is weird because out of 33 recordings, this is the only one that has a strange electric sound to it. No. You can barely hear it. This directly follows a directed stat. Another snap. And then I groan in my sleep. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. 
No, you can just leave that alone right now. These happening between 2 to 3 a.m. I have no explanation for them. I'll keep recording and share if anything, if there's anything curious happening. No. You are going to get out of that house. You're going to pack your bags and leave. Pack that bag and leave. Now, getting off, getting the F out of my apartment, haunted apartment for the weekend. I have no explanation for this. I don't know if it's a video or anything, so. Oh, dang. I'm on Twitter. I know, I'm on Twitter. Sorry, that page doesn't exist. For Anyway, so a weird thing just happened. Take it with a grain of salt. I just bought a Polaroid camera that weekend. Because they're fun this weekend. Because they're fun and dorky. I decided to take a few photos around my apartment. Polaroids are stupid and fun. And they're inherently sort of creepy. I didn't expect to find anything. For the most part, I didn't. I took a couple in my living room and my bedroom. The rocking chair I first saw my... That's the rocking chair I first saw David in. They're pretty unremarkable. And I went into the hallway and snapped a photo. The Polaroid developed completely black. Even when I ripped open and destroyed a fresh pack so I could see if it's just an undeveloped Polaroid. But they start out white. Um, I, th I also thought Maybe I accidentally covered the lens with my fingers or took a photo while intentionally covering it. The photo on the left is me covering my lens with my finger. The one on the right is me, my fully lit hallway just after midnight. No. This will be nothing. I'm sure what I'll make of it. Okay, one last thing because I want to double check. Here's a, here's a video. Here's a couple... Here's a couple video of me taking photos. No, I just saw that video. I hate it. And then in the hallway. And then the hallway. It came out totally black again for the second time. Honestly, I don't know why I'm still effing around with this camera. There might be a logical explanation. But someone told me to take photos from farther away, so I tried that. Once my eye... And then with the Polaroid. No! On one side it's fully lit and on the Polaroid it's black. This whole thread has been really converted. And I'm sorry it's so hard to follow. I just thought this was weird and wanted to share. No. Get the F out of there. No. Two weeks after. It's been two weeks and, and the cat still does this every night at midnight. Other weird stuff is happening too.
I've been recording myself sleeping, and it picks up this weird static electric seat sound every night at 3 a.m. It lasts about five minutes. This morning I woke up, and the whole house was shaking, and the whole house was shaking, almost like an earthquake. I debated even mentioning that on Twitter because it sounded made up, but I distinctly felt the house swaying. It's just a whole bunch of small things happening at once. I feel so uneasy right before a thunderstorm comes. Um, like right before a thunderstorm comes, everyone's telling me to move, but I don't have any guarantee that it won't that this won't follow me. They just issued a thunderstorm warning tonight. Everyone in the city is talking about how weird the sky looks. I can hear rolling thunder in the distance. Wow. Guys, that is it for Dear David today. I'm so sorry if y'all were so caught into it. I was, and I'm scared now. Thank you guys so much for listening to Dear David with Creepy Cassie. Until next time, bye-bye. Um, by the way, we're in, we're in, like I said in the beginning, we're not going to be doing the Curse of La Llora because, like, I don't count it as a movie. You barely see anything conjuring. Like, I think you see the doll. I've never seen the movie. But you see, no, but I just don't count it, okay? Don't judge me. It's me. Cash. And today, we're going to be doing, um, um, Annabelle Comes Home. Annabelle Comes Home is the best. Oh, I'm so sorry, Scout. It's the best movie. It's good. Note, this is a spoiler, so. The film starts out with Ed and Lorraine Warren taking Annabelle away from a trio of friends. Um, who claim to have been haunted by her. On the way home, they are told by an officer the road is closed off because due to an accident. Before turning back, Lorraine thinks she sees a young woman standing among the wreck. The couple drive down by a cemetery when the car breaks down. Ed goes and checks out the hood when Lorraine sees a ghost of a girl 
from the accident. Telling Lorraine that she likes a doll. Wink, wink. Um, hmm, I don't, I, I forgot what that's from. Yeah, Annabelle. Likes a doll, then she turns by the cemetery and sees other spirits walking around. One of them pushes Ed into the street, causing him nearly to get hit by a truck. The driver comes out and says, he felt like the truck lost control. Lorraine excuses that Annabelle is responsible. It adds that she's a beacon for spirits. They take her home and have her blessed by a priest before they lock her away. The text states that the Warren home is known from their house for many sinister artifacts, but Annabelle is the most nutritious and evil finding. One year later, after the Warrens helped Perrins get rid of the bash, Bubba, their, daughter's, their daughter Judy feels isolated at home due to a recent article in Questions of Thirty authority of her parents' work. Kids at school decline her invitations to a birthday party. She's mocked by a classmate named Anthony Reyes. Tell Judy's babysitter, Mary Ellen, comes to her defense. She's sitting with Judy for the weekend while Ed and are away on another case. Meanwhile, Judy sees what looks like a ghostly priest at the school when she inherited his mother's ability to see. As she is inherited, as she inherited her mother's ability to see spirits, Mary Ellen, go, Mary Ellen goes to the shop with her friend Daniela, who is also Anthony's older sister. They discuss Mary Ellen being at the Warren's house. It's the fact that her crush Bob, aka Bob's got balls. Michael Climino is working at the store. Mary Ellen chats with him for a bit before leaving. Daniela lets Bob know that Mary Ellen likes him. Daniela shows up at the Warrens' house with the intention of checking out their haunted museum. While Mary Ellen is baking a cake for Judy, Daniela gives Judy a pair of roller skates. It's a gift so she and Mary Ellen can go around and try to try them out. Daniela finds the keys to the museum when it's a basement she answers. She starts touching the articles, but she takes one look at the Marlar bracelet. She calls out asking for signs of the presence with her, especially that of her father. She starts to go back upstairs, but she hears a thump. Annabelle's tipped over in her case. Danielle ignores the signs and says not to open the case under any circumstances. She opens it and puts Annabelle back up. Then she hears a smoke alarm since she left the cake going in the oven for so long, which is found by Judy and Mary Ellen after Judy goes home to scraping her knee. After she's gone, Annabelle falls out of her case. Daniela talks to her and Judy learns that Anthony is her brother, but Daniela understands that he can be a jerk due to experience they had over the past year. Okay.
Moments later, Daniela thinks she sees her dad's spirit in the house. When she goes to look, she can't find him, but Judy goes around to her house when she sees Annabelle sitting in the rocking chair. For a brief moment, she enters the room, and the doll is gone. Then a figure appearing at a ghostly bride starts to walk around. The spirit stalks Judy until it moves towards her with a dagger. She grabs a cross and screams, alerting the girls to come to her. Judy explains that she saw the ghost. As the dress she wears, it's supposed to corrupt the person wearing it. By the way, guys, the next one will be, the next episode will be such a surprise. Daniela continues snooping over the Warren's work. Finds several case files, including the one the man claiming he was a werewolf or a hellhound, to be precise. Another one was a fairy man who took coins in exchange for the soul of the dead. And the girl in the case file that looked exactly like, um, and the girl in the case file looks exactly like Mary Ellen. Daniel asks Judy about animal. Little girl refuses to discuss the evil doll. Discuss the evil doll. Later, Bob shows up at the house after being pizza after being invited by Daniela as the stone pizza guy comes to make a delivery. He sees that Bob likes Mary Ellen. And he advises him to woo her with music. Afterwards, the girl cuts Judy's cake after the, she invites them both to her birthday party, which they promise they will attend. Then the girls hear Bob playing a guitar outside of Mary Ellen. Before she can join him outside, he, found, he is found by, a hellhound, by the hellhound. He runs to hide into the Warren's chicken coop. He is safe. But I'm wondering, chicken becomes hellhound food. Mary Ellen goes to the trunk when Judy in bed. She asks her what happened to Daniela's father. Mary Ellen explains that he died in a car accident. And Daniela blames herself because she was driving. Later, Mary Ellen was in the kitchen when the glass slides off the table and breaks on its own. She hears a knocking at the door, and then she finds the spirit of Annabelle, B. Mullins, Samuel Lee, outside, and then mentions a doll. Mary Ellen goes to Judy's room and finds Annabelle lying there next to her. Meanwhile, Daniela goes back to the museum, and the door opens by itself. She sees his father's spirit in the mirror. When it turns to face him, the face is mulated. And an angrily blames her for his death. She goes to run out there, but the door locks and traps her in there. She continues to wander and sees a TV that shows her moves before she makes them. And he's started by a creepy monkey doll. Mary Ellen rocks around the house with a flashlight and then finds coins on the ground. She investigates and is stalked by the ferryman. Terrifies her when he makes his skeleton appearance. The spirit attempts to pull towards her, 
but Mary Ellen uses her flashlight to make him disappear. Then he runs into Judy's room, frantically calling out to her, but she's still sleeping. Judy then feels something pulling her leg. There's no joke around there. She looks under and finds Annabelle, plus the spirit of Annabelle Higgins screaming at her. Judy throws the doll against the wall and the spinning color lights in her room. Move around and cast silhouettes, the doll rising, followed by B. Higgins. And finally the door, finally the horned demon that uses Annabelle as a conduct. Judy runs out screaming and finds Mary Ellen. They attempt to call her parents, but what sounds like Rain's voice comes in and announces to speak to Annabelle. And then she tells the girls the doll wants a soul. The girl manages to get Daniela out of the museum, but she admits to them that she touched everything in there. Judy says Annabelle's responsible for all the hauntings, and she lets the spirits come out to possess the artifacts. They are separated, and the hauntings become more intense. Daniela is stopped by the bride, while Judy runs into the car is chased by the hellhound. Bob comes out and smashes a guitar about a against the hellhound's face, causing it to vanish. But Mary but Mary Ellen is stalked by the haunted Samuel armor, which lets her hear noises of all the people in the warrior killer killed. All the people who are warrior killed. The armor nearly crushes her, but she gets out fine. Judy and Mary Ellen find Annabelle after getting the key to the case inside the board game box that tries to attack them with the demon hands. Daniela becomes possessed by the bride and attacks Mary Ellen. Judy saves them by playing an exorcism video of Ed and Lorraine, which pulls the bride out of Daniela. Judy is led by the spirit and the priest to, Annabelle, to find Annabelle. The girls rush to the basement and pull and put her away, but Judy is attacked by the horned demon. He attempts to take her school, but Judy rebels him with a cross. The girls then finally lock Annabelle in its case, and everything goes back to normal. Bob also comes out, and Judy says he saved her. The next morning, Ed and Lorraine come home, and Bob has to leave. Mary Ellen accepts his invitation to be his homecoming date. Later, Judy's party goes on with just her parents. Then Mary Ellen and Dinlarilla arrive with Bob, plus Judy's classmates, including now a nicer Anthony. As the party goes on, Daniela privately talks to Lauren. She tells him how, how she spoke to her father, which says he misses her and that she must stop blaming herself for what happened. Lauren gives Daniela a, a Muller bracelet, and Daniela tearfully hugs her. They return to enjoy the party with Judy. The film closes with, I'm sorry guys, I'm getting emotional. Because I'm thinking of this actually happened. I die, literally. The film closes in the picture of the Warrens, which transitions to a photo of the real Warren family, and is now a dedication to Lorraine Warren. It's followed by a dedication to Lorraine Warren. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of 
horror movie reviews. If you liked it, subscribe. If you didn't, subscribe. Do it. It's free. Whatever. Favorite this podcast and other stuff. And until next time, bye to the bye. And say hell to the O to the next episode, which is going to be The Intruder. So thank you guys so much for listening. Until next time, bye. Well, guys, this is Cash here, but I just want to say this is the season finale. Finally. Um, I have loved having this journey with y'all. Season 4 has been awesome. I just want to say thank you so much. And just thank you. Y'all have been so kind um, by listening to my podcast. But now we're going to move to Season 5. Mm.